Having said that too, I think it could be the case that because I don't spend enough time or because I've kind of had this sub not a subconscious, but a semi-rejection or reservation of of spending too much time on social that I'm not getting the benefit. Mm. And I think maybe that's where you might provide a different perspective because I feel that you spend more time on social than I do. Yeah, I I definitely think so because I think that, uh, well, I mean, I mentioned like the business aspect of it and how I know that you and Omar have never really heavily relied on social media and maybe not leveraged it in the same way that, uh, that John and I have. And, and look, this is not for every business. This is not a pitch for people who have businesses to get on social media at all. Just my personal experience that, I mean, one amazing thing that social media has done for us is allowed us to build community in a way that I do not believe we would have been able to do otherwise. Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole. And welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that... Let's dive in. Hey, Hello. Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Who was going to go first? Jinx. <laughs> Hello, Kate. How are you? I'm good, darling. Good. Darling, I haven't called you darling on the podcast yet, have I? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Because darling is one of the words I use a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. I love you, it. <laughs> you are a Your darling. Your hair is looking fabulous. I got it done on the weekend, so it's had a bit oh, of a it looks spruce so good. Up. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, what's been going on in your world this week? Oh, it's been a busy week. Mm-hmm. It's been a good week. I've kept up with my yoga, which has been very nice to keep things, you know, mellow and chill and keep, you know, stress at bay. Very good. So did you end up, I know a couple episodes ago, you were on like a free trial where you could go as much as you wanted. Did you end up like going into that membership? I ended up going back to an old studio and ramping up a membership to an unlimited pass just for the month, just to ease myself back into, um, yeah, going back to this this other studio that I was going to and I've been loving it. It's been really good. I've been doing oh, these yay. lunchtime classes. Yeah, jumping out, you know, in the middle of the day, um, you know, meetings in the morning are done and I can come back to meetings in the afternoon and all of that. And it's just been a good way to kind of break up the day. Yeah. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. gonna say that sounds nice to kind of give just get out of get out of work mode for mm-hmm. a bit. Good. Yeah, I've been feeling good about it. And I was thinking, I was reflecting on how the seasons have changed here. We've gone into winter and Mm -hmm. we've gone into a real winter where it's really cold. Um, And, you know, just being aware of like what your body needs. And for me, it was my body just needed a switch up with my routines. Uh, You know, I'd been working out, doing quite intense weight training and all of that. And it's almost like the, the change in what my body needed with working out kind of coincided with like this 
cooler weather where I just needed something a little bit warm and nourishing. And this is what I feel like yoga is giving me right now. So it feels really, really good. That's awesome. I think that people don't listen to their bodies enough. You know, we get in our head about like all the what is, what's it supposed to be and how's it supposed to be. And sometimes it's just as simple as listen to your body. Right. Oh, you get hung up with um, just sticking to something because you feel like you have to. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. And it doesn't mean yeah. on the back, right? It's just sometimes you need a break from something, you need something new and that's okay. You can revisit mm -hmm. it. And it really is as simple as that. Just listen to what your body needs and reject that I should be holding on to this thing that I thought I had to keep doing. Yeah. Let it go. So it's been really, really nice. Yay. How's your week? My week has been great. Um, actually, on the speaking of workouts, um, I have just finished my 30, uh, no, 24th straight week on the Peloton. I feel like that deserves a massive round of applause. <laughs> we could insert. <laughs> insert applause. Insert applause. Thank you. Okay. 24 yeah, weeks. Yeah, excited well. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So we've had the, we actually got the bike. We were very lucky on our timing with the bike. We got the bike shortly before COVID hit. So it was actually great timing in that respect. Um, but even, you know, after that we were taking trips and stuff. So I would, I would have consecutive weeks, but then maybe we'd go away for two weeks. And so I wouldn't be on the bike for two weeks. So my like week count would reset. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel pretty good that I've been on for 24 straight weeks now. And is that a once a week Peloton ride or you're doing it's it multiple just if times? You're, you just have to do it at least once a week for the weeks to count. But looking back on it, I actually have weeks where sometimes I'm riding the bike like three, four times a week. So I guess I'm, I'm listening to my body and my body is like in the Peloton. <laughs> Girl, you are a fitness queen. That is crazy. Cause I know it's pretty, it's a pretty intense, intense workout, right? It is an intense workout. Yeah. It, just, it feels so good though. But you know what? There are like so many different types of rides. Like there are low impact rides, which are, you know, you're not going up and down and doing like super hard sprints and you can do 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. So there are varying levels of, um, intensity that you can choose from. So, you know, sometimes I'm getting on there and I'm doing a 20 minute low impact ride. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm doing it. So yeah. yeah. I kind of wonder what makes the Peloton different, you know, this to the traditional exercise bike or, you know, to all those home workout equipment that they were selling on TV. Did you ever, I'm just thinking back to the ab roller. Do you remember the ab oh, roller? Totally. <laughs> Not like I was I mean, aging Peloton, myself there. Oh, no, no, no. I remember. <laughs> I feel like Peloton just has like this brand presence they've really nailed the community aspect of it and like the raving fan aspect of it, which is really interesting that we got onto this because we're going to be talking about social media today. True. And yeah, so How I think that, that yeah, Not scripted. I know. Not Look scripted. at us. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to be revisiting a topic that friends you recently heard us talk about on the podcast. Just episode 45 was all about social media. But if you listen to that episode, then you know that we really focus on 
a lot of the cons of social media, like how it's affected us in some not so great ways, maybe. And we explored a lot of questions around like, why do we post on social media? And so it wasn't like a negative episode, but we we ended up focusing on a lot of what we think maybe uh, social media has has not done us a lot of favors in mm-hmm. some areas. But today we're going to be looking at the flip side and we're going to discuss the awesome things that social media has allowed us to do, because I really do think that there are a lot of ways that social media has, you know, helped us grow and yeah, well, we're going to be talking about all the ways that social media has helped us do awesome things too. So, well, yeah, I think you're going to have to convince me about the benefits. I know that this, okay. well, this was spurred on from you because I remember, you know, you, we got on WhatsApp after we had recorded that episode and you pointed out rightly that, you know, we kind of did focus on the negatives. Um, but I know that you feel very strongly um, about the positives and I, I'm pretty sure I have some, you know, good feelings about social media as well, but there's always this kind of reservation. There's a reservation about saying that social media is amazing. I think that's where I kind of sit on on the whole social okay. media thing. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm curious. Well, you I, know. Even, I even remember, I think this was pretty early on when you and I started a mastermind together. And I remember chatting about, I don't remember the specific um, hot seat that it was on or, or what exactly we were talking about, about the business. But I had mentioned like, you know, I noticed you and Omar aren't really on social media and you were like, yeah, it's just kind of not really like something that we want or like doing. Mm-hmm. So why would we do it? Um, yeah. and I think I've heard Omar talk about it too, in different episodes on the hundred dollar MBA, um, that he just doesn't feel the need. That's not the that's not where he wants to be talking about business. Um, and mm. and I think that that's awesome that you guys know how you feel about it, and you're not dragged into it because of you know this whole craze of like, well, if you want to run a business, like you have to have a following on social media, which I totally do not think is true at all, or that like social media is the way to grow your business. I also don't believe that. Um, so I'm with you. Look, I don't think that the that social media is like this bright shiny space that's always awesome, but I have had some great experiences with social media that I would. I think it's only fair to to talk about those as well. I think it's fair. And I think also um, that things can change. So you brought up Omar and it's true. He took a hiatus uh, a few years ago. He made Mm -hmm. that very public, like I'm going to go off social. But recently he has re-upped his commitment to a platform that he does like and that he does enjoy and that's Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. So I think it can come in ebbs and flows and I think you said that you don't need social media to grow a business. It's not necessary to be on social media, but what I can't escape is a feeling of pressure that 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 Mm -hmm. pressure is out there because it's so commonplace and where I kind of have always struggled is like, there's all these platforms, there's a new one creeping up all the time. And there's this pressure to be on the next thing because I do remember when Facebook came out, I totally embraced it. Mm Mm-hmm. I, you know, it was, it was such a novel idea. It was such a great way to connect with friends. So there you go. That's going to be probably something that we'll talk about because it's definitely one of the the positives. 
I can see that. And so I do want to hear from you, like all the things that have been awesome about social media for you and where you've, you know, gotten this positive, um, not a return on investment, but it's yielded, you know, great things in your, you know, in your life, all of that. Having said that too, I think it could be the case that because I don't spend enough time or because I've kind of had this sub, not a subconscious, but a semi rejection or reservation of, of spending too much time on social that I'm not getting the benefit. Mm. And I think maybe that's where you might provide a different perspective. Cause I feel that you spend more time on social than I do. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Because I think that, uh, well, I mean, I mentioned like the business aspect of it and how I know that you and Omar have never really heavily relied on social media and maybe not leveraged it in the same way that uh, that John and I have. And and look, this is not for every business. This is not a pitch for people who have businesses to get on social media at all. Just my personal experience that, I mean, one amazing thing that social media has done for us is allowed us to build community in a way that I do not believe we would have been able to do otherwise. And that's been really huge for our business. You know, it, it of course started with a podcast and the podcast is really where we were able to grow that community, but to continue to engage with them, um, we've really leveraged Facebook in a big way. We have Facebook groups for our paid communities. And that has been uh, not only a way for us to bring people together, like-minded people and and give them a space where they can connect with one another. But it's also given us the ability to provide that much more value through those channels. So we have live Q&As every month. John and I are in our Facebook groups every single day. And we have a, a system around it. We have a process around it. Um, I feel very great about the time that we do spend in there. And I've heard countless, countless, countless times that people are so appreciative of that connection. And, and it, it really adds such a high perceived value to the memberships that people have access to us. And, and again, that access is in a way that is very comfortable for us um, because we pop into the group in the morning, answer questions, and then we're out. It's not like we're spending hours on social media a day, right? Um, so, I mean, that from the business sense is something that I really love about social media. And that's a good point, the fact that you've um, leveraged social to grow and in, and engage with the community because if I think back pre, I mean, Facebook was already around, but I think back to when we started the $100 MBA and we wanted that community aspect to the $100 MBA as well, but we used a paid uh, platform. I think we integrated with, mm. I can't even remember what the, what the, what the tool was, but you know, the fact that social media allows you to add another arm to your business. You know, it's free, you know, I think that's debatable. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, we, we kind of talked about that in the, in the other episode, but I mean, that's huge, right? That you can get yeah. started. Like if, if you think about starting businesses, even online 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it, it was a lot harder. You know, you have mm -hmm. all these tools now that you can grow connect, you know, with a larger audience, scale your message a lot quicker, maybe a bit more easily with social. 
Well, and I think the benefits of being able to do like market research and like be able to go into a community or group on Facebook or be able to search a certain hashtag on Twitter or all of this content that you have access to where you can see the questions that people are asking, where you can read the posts where they're sharing their pain points and um, their frustrations. That has been highly valuable in terms of researching like what we can do to provide better content for our audience, um, how we can serve them better. And I think that uh, to your point, also for businesses who are just getting started out, what they're able to learn from a subset of their ideal audience that like, how would you have done that before? Yeah, it would have taken a whole lot more like research and backing to be able to go out and figure out what questions people are asking. And here you can literally open a tab on your browser and have endless amounts of that. But how did you and John kind of decide? Because you don't you're not on every single platform, right? Mm. Right. Yeah, that I would go crazy. <laughs> well, like you said, it just feels like there's so many new platforms coming out all the time. And I like you, I'm very picky about the platforms that I get onto. Like even when Periscope, Meerkat, um, Snapchat, there are probably ones that I don't even know the names to. TikTok, I don't have accounts on any of those platforms. They came yeah. out and I was like, you know what? I am very invested in the community that we have on Facebook and what we use that platform for. I'm very invested in Instagram because I feel that it gives back to me a feeling of creativity and connection with my friends in a visual way where I can see what they're up to and I can share what I'm up to. And beyond that, to me, if if I'm not getting something back from a platform, mm -hmm. I don't see the reason in creating another account and trying to learn another thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's just kind of how I've always approached it is like, what is this platform doing for me? Like I really approach it in quite a selfish way in terms of, because that's my time, yeah. you know? What about you? How do you kind of determine like, when a new platform comes out? I always like to peek around because I do get curious. I do get a little bit of that FOMO. But having said that, like let's look at, yeah, the examples you gave, like Meerkat, Snapchat, didn't jump on those. I became mm -hmm. a little bit more curious recently with um, Clubhouse that had a very quick rise and fall. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you set up an account there? Nope. Okay. I, did. I feel I like I'm I feel like I'm pretty good about it. Like a, a new one comes along and it's all the craze and I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it. <laughs> very good. No, no, no. And I think this goes back to what I was saying. Like you I think you get a lot of benefit, or well, maybe your perspective is um that there is quite, you know, a lot of positives because you've been very intentional about where you're gonna spend your time and you've been good about engaging and spending that time there. Whereas I feel like I don't spend the time. So I feel like Facebook kind of punishes me for the times that mm. I do post. Mm -hmm. You're not here that often. We're not really gonna show that post to that many people. <laughs> I don't know if it's truth to that. We might have to fact check that, but I have heard that. So I get it. No problem. Um mm. That's great that you've done that because when Clubhouse came along, I was curious. I set up an account. I did look at TikTok as well and set up an account there. Um, okay. Very, very quickly abandoned that one. 
because mm. I don't know. Yeah. I just, it started to just get a negative rap and just hearing how people have become so addicted and are spending so many hours on there. I'm like, if I can barely handle the accounts that I'd set up, you know, 10 years ago, you know, Facebook and later Instagram and Twitter and all, I don't really spend a lot of time on Twitter. There's just no way that I want to be spending, you know, more time on a new platform. Right, right. Well, and I can see, I mean, in our in our episode where we talked about, you know, a lot of the cons of social media, I mean, exactly what you're describing is like, you know, they come out with a new platform, they get you sucked into it, and then they and then the platform is in control of you whether you and instead of you being in control of the platform. And that is where I feel I've approached social media probably different to a massive part of the population, not to any individual's fault. These social media platforms are literally the best at doing that. Like that's what they know how to do through their algorithms and and all of these things. Um, And especially for someone who hasn't been exposed to it the way that I have been through business to where I've learned a lot of these things. And I know a lot of these things, you know, a lot of people don't know that. And so you do, it is, it can almost feel like you're falling into a trap. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, okay, even outside of business, because I feel like I'm I'm going back to the cons here, Um, (laughs) even outside of business, I feel like personally, it has allowed me to stay in touch with a lot of friends that maybe I've lost touch with over the years, and I've been able to reconnect with them. Or even... um, you know, being able to maintain relationships with people who I don't talk to very often, who I I am friends with, who I do stay connected with. But like, maybe we don't talk on the phone every week. But I still feel in touch with them. And like, I know what's going on in their world through social media. And a lot of those friendships are friendships that I know we're going to be talking about friendships in a a future episode, which I'm super excited about. But a lot of those friends are the ones that, you know, that time passes. But when we get together, I don't feel like the time has passed. I don't feel like we've not seen each other for years because I, I feel like I am kind of still a part of their lives, like through social media. And I don't really know what other... You're, yeah, you're up, it's yeah. a way for you to keep to keep up to date without having to necessarily, you know, make that effort to call or to to message and say, "Hey, what's been going on with you? Tell me the the latest." And you know, you're getting yeah. that from, from social. Yeah, that's huge. That, that that I think for a way to sustain friendships or to reconnect with you know people from you know the past, I think it, I think it has its merits. I kind of love how. Because again, I sit probably on the side of a little bit less less in love with social, but I do love how I see like my mum, for example, or older people who've been able to jump on probably to their surprise, right? This is like a generation of pre-computers and internet and all of that. And to see an older person being able to get some benefit, um, connect with 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 people and and you know, especially like I know a lot of older people who are lonely, right? And mm-hmm. and it's a way for them to to stay in touch. I have to say though, it, it is thanks to like the case with my mom, 
it's because she's been able to to use an iPhone and an iPad and Apple makes it really easy to yeah. to connect and you know use use apps. Yeah. There's just no way she would have been able to do that. And I do see the benefit that it gives her. Like she actually tells me she learns things from Facebook, mm. which I find Yeah. Which which is true. I know. I know. I've got I've got the skeptical hat on. What did you learn? What was being said to you? <laughs> Let's explore that further. <laughs> but I think yeah. that's pretty awesome. Like you know, seeing that through her eyes um, is pretty cool. Yeah, I I remember uh, it was actually John's grandmother. I, she had an iPad before I did. I was like, "You go, Graham. This is amazing." <laughs> And to see her face, how happy and joyful she was when she got to go on there and see pictures that, you know, his sister had posted of the kids at camp or their kindergarten graduation or these moments out on the ski mountain, the the first time that they went skiing. I really do feel like it creates this connection with families and friends where you have such a deeper connection to the day-to-day lives than you ever would be able to otherwise, because we're all only one person, right? So if I put myself in, say, John's sister's shoes, she's got the kids, she's taking them to school, sports practice, they're going to the ski mountain on the weekend, like, you know, for her to to, pre-social media, or even with social media, take pictures, send the pictures, print them out, write a letter, handwritten note, stick it in the snail mail. Like a week later, Graham gets to see what was up like two weeks ago, right? But like now... She can share all of that with someone like the, you know, their grand, her grandmother, their great grandmother, and how much joy is she getting from being able to to see stuff like that. So, and that's even like sometimes I feel like it makes me a better friend because I can I can still have we- weekly catch up phone calls, or you and I can even catch up. But like when I get to see what you guys are up to on your vacations, like that makes me happy. Because mm-hmm. I can, then I have insights into like all these incredible things you guys are doing. I can ask you about them. Whereas before, like, you know, I, and I think about so sometimes my friends will post, you know, something that their daughter did in school and how proud they are of them. And then I get to share in that with them versus if I'm catching up with my girlfriend and we're talking about what was going on in our weeks, like whether that comes up in the conversation or not, maybe not. Um, so I don't know. I just feel like it gives you an insight that you wouldn't have otherwise. You're right. And I think that makes you a better friend. That's where I have the guilt that, you know, not spending enough time means that I don't get to, you know, delight and relish in what's going on in my friends' lives. Unless oh, I don't I, feel that way. It's not a guilt thing. Yeah. I can't help it though. I do feel guilty. Yeah. I do feel bad about it. Um, cause yeah, I do see that it can enrich friendships. I don't think it's it's the only way to enrich friendships, you know, and I no, suppose we definitely will, we'll, not. we'll talk about it. Um, cause I think about some friends that I have who funnily enough, I feel, you know, my friendships are getting stronger and stronger through the connections that we make, like, uh, the intention that we make to get on sure. monthly calls and we're not actually connected on social. I'm thinking about a specific mm. person mm-hmm. that I speak to every month and I feel like I've got a great, uh, friendship with her and a great, you know, bond and it's a meaningful relationship but funnily enough uh we're not connected on any social platform maybe just twitter actually 
So I find Mm -hmm. that really interesting too. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't think that it has to be. So that's the, the flip side too of like, you know, it's interesting in this conversation of, of talk of like diving into some of the pros that like, even in that, the fact that because of this thing that you would be feeling guilt on any level, like that's not cool. Right. And I don't bring up any of this to elicit any of those feelings in anyone either. And you're not, I think it's a little envy maybe that I have. (laughs) <laughs> well, Which there's all positive envy. It's a positive envy. And that goes back to, I mean, that goes back to like choosing what you're spending time on too, mm. right? I know that you are like the most giving, caring friend in the world. And just because you're not on social media following your friends doesn't mean that you're not giving and supporting and loving in like a hundred other ways. So yeah, I don't know. I guess it kind of goes back to the beginning of what we were talking about of like, what's your intention with the platform? And is it actually doing that for you? And if it's Mm -hmm. not, maybe you need to question why you're on it. And I think that's totally great and, and wonderful and beautiful that like your intention with these platforms hasn't like shown itself or you've uh, decided that, um, that it's not there for you. And I think that's fine. Mm. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you gave me permission (laughs) but it could change you know it could change and I'm I'm open to that you know I'm open to that just like Omar's recently really having a great experience connecting with people on Twitter the reason why he's chosen Twitter is because it's more conversation based it feels Mm -hmm. like there's this back and forth that is different on Twitter yeah. versus Facebook or Instagram. I really gravitated to Instagram because I'm a very visual person and I really liked mm-hmm. um, that visual element of it. So, yeah, to each their own. Um, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Same page. So, Nicole, another way that I was thinking about how I've used social media, and I guess this is – it's kind of an intersection between how I use it for business and how I use it for personal. Um, because the only way that I would have known to do this is because of my experience on Facebook with business and running groups and, um, you know, how that can bring people together, create that community, build excitement around a certain topic or thing. And um, we actually did the, uh, did this for our wedding. So we created a Facebook group for our wedding in the lead up to it. And you know, there's some people who didn't participate and Facebook's not their thing. And that's totally cool. But I thought it was a really fun and cool way to share updates with people to be able to answer questions for people. And I mean, really, my hope too, was that those who had not met each other from my side of the family, from John's side of the family, our friends, um, would have some type of interaction with one another before coming here and being together. Oh, I, that's clever. I hadn't thought of that because I saw when you created that group, I thought this is this is awesome because, <laughs> you know, like you're able to do so much. I could see what you were able to achieve with that given that you're bringing people from all over the world and there were so many things to communicate and, and what a great use of Facebook in that sense to be able to just centralize everything there where you know your, your friends are and your family and where everyone who's going to be attending the wedding is. But mm. I hadn't thought about that angle of, connecting people who had, who didn't know each other at that, yeah. at that point pre, pre the event. That's, that's pretty cool. 
That is pretty cool. Yeah. I actually have a, so some friends of ours, um, they're getting married in a couple of months and they've also created a Facebook group. They're also in the online business space and have used groups for business. Um, so, so that's interesting. Maybe that is kind of like the, the reason why somebody would have that in mind. Um, but something, a step that they took that John and I didn't do this, but I thought it was really cool is she did a post introducing all of her bridesmaids and he did a post introducing all his groomsmen. And that, like, I was super interested. I thought it was really cool to like learn about these girls and, and how she knows them and how long she's known them. And mm -hmm. they're obviously going to be people that I'm going to be spending time with at the wedding. So it's kind of cool to like get to know people a little bit beforehand. Yeah, I think what keeps coming back is that you, you're you really going to get the benefit if you invest and mm. if you spend a bit more time, which I suppose yeah. this is what the platforms are always designed to do, right? Yeah, get you on there. You get more out. Get you on there. But, okay, get you on there sounds maybe it could be like a bit of a negative uh, or, you know, a malicious intent, you know, to get you on there for ulterior reasons, but getting you on there and spending time and, and getting that benefit, getting the, you know, all these positives that you're talking about. Yeah. is only going to happen if you spend more time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, well, Nicole, I feel like this has been a very full chat on the pros of social media. What do you think? Uh, yeah. I think you've reaffirmed some of those positives that, you know, I have reservations about and, uh, you know, I can see them in a, in a different light. Well, I will go back to what you said probably mid episode and that we've, um, you know, echoed, I think is to each their own, right? There's no, it's what you want it to be. So no pressure from us friends no, exactly. on any of the social fronts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, as we close out today's chat on the pros of social media, we hope that you friends have picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time. <laughs>